Welcome to the Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode 265. I'm Ben, and I'm joined with Matt, and none other than the one and only David J. Palermo. The Godfather. Good, good to have you back, sir. All right, so it, it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked about the Bills. Uh, and it's been a couple of weeks since, uh, Dave, you've been on the show, but, I mean, we're, we're going on the final week of preseason coming up so we've been through two preseason games so after two preseason games what are both of your overall thoughts just on pretty much just how everything sits right now with the team I mean it's preseason I don't want to poo-poo anything from the Bills you know two and oh it's it's awesome especially that you know ass whooping we had on Denver the other day I saw a funny tweet from I think it was a Broncos beat writer the other day. He goes, "Man, if the if the Bills' uh, first team starters meet the Broncos, you know, second team starters in the playoffs, we're in trouble." So, you know, I can't buy anything too into it. Um, you know, Allen looked phenomenal. Like he that that throw he made that touchdown to Gabe Davis was. I'm we're, we just become so used to it. So it's not nothing. I'm not gonna you know get up here and get all hyped about, you know, 2 and But, you know, seeing guys like James Cook, you know, had a really good game um, against the Colts, which you were there for. And I have a question about that game for you real quick after this. And then um, some of the defensive players like Boogie Basham and then just a couple of the rookie corners, you know, Elam and Benford, you know, they're looking really good. So those are the type of players who I really want to look at. And, you know, obviously with the roster's cuts coming up, you know, this is when – you can make a difference and get that spot. So, um, yeah, it was, it was great, you know, just seeing a couple players, you know, really kind of get used to NFL football. Yeah. So what what about that Colts game? Yeah, yeah so that actually, Ben, I want to ask you that because I I'm, unfortunately I wasn't able to go and I know you were there for it. And I haven't been to a preseason game, I don't think, since 2018. And the game I think you were with me was Allen's first game ever that he played. And you could just tell the atmosphere was different when he came out. Just the applause was insane. And there was almost a sense of hope. And I know it's preseason, but when that kickoff happened and all the, you know, play, the fans were going to the stands, was there, did you feel something different, Ben? Like at the, was there almost like the sense of like, it's, it's different than years in the past. Uh, that I makes mean, sense. I mean, it definitely a lot of excitement. Uh, I think la- you can even look at probably Saturday's game as probably even being a better example because, like, it was just, uh, like, offensive fireworks, like, pretty much every single drive. I mean, it's preseason, so, I mean, you obviously can't really, uh, you know, take a lot from preseason. Uh, but, I mean, I saw a tweet uh, from Benjamin Albright, uh, and what – this I'm going to read it back. Preseason where everything matters except the final score, and then regular season where the only thing that matters is the final score. So yeah, we can't true. really take too much uh, into account from these preseason games. But, uh, I mean, the Bills have a lot of depth. It looks like, at least compared to Indian Denver, they're a much deeper team. I mean, they've had – I was watching NFL Network and – even one thing they notice is how the amount of veterans even playing in like the third, fourth quarter of the Bills preseason game. I mean, on Saturday, we had guys like Shaq Lawson, uh, Tavon Looks Austin, Duke Johnson, 
all all older guys who've been in the league for a while while who are really fighting for roster spots and we saw Tavon Austin wasn't able uh, to make the cuts and shout out Tavon Austin, one of my favorite uh, football players of all time, one of the most fun uh, college players to watch ever. But yeah, I mean, he's he's getting older, but the Bills are stacked at that slot receiver position with Isaiah McKenzie being the number one. And then you got a very, very good number two in Jamison Crowder and a number three who could turn a lot of heads with how he's looked in training camp and even the preseason and Khalil Shakir out of Boise state, he's been really, really uh, solid, almost looking like a season that out, out there. So the bills are just really, really deep at, at certain positions like that. And you look at, it's like Tavon Austin is a really, really athletic guy. And obviously probably isn't what he was, you know, five, 10 years ago. And he, he never, re- never really wasn't that great of a receiver just because he kind of struggled to catch on with a team. But, I mean, still a, a an athletic guy. And you look at other spots, Duke Johnson has contributed yeah. for teams, and he probably won't even make the Bills roster. They got four other running backs, and that's one position group I've been really impressed with. I know it's preseason, but the running backs look so much better. And even Moss and Singletary – are running a lot better, and I mean, I, I'm wondering if if this new offense we're seeing under Dorsey, if, if you know some of the running schemes, the blocking schemes, perhaps from uh from Aaron Cromer could could be impacting. He's had a couple of years where he's had the number one where he's been the coach of the number one rushing offense uh, in the league. So I mean, there could be a, a number of different variables, but maybe bringing in uh, a, a high draft pick to come in when you already spent two draft picks on re- running backs back to back and Moss and Singletary, you know, bringing in James Cook, maybe that lights a fire under uh, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, you, you know, who, you know, the Bills drafted them to be these starting players and then they haven't really performed and then they bring in someone else. So who knows? It could be a combination of ABC as far as why the running backs look better, but the running backs do look better. And I talked about before, at least last time, how I liked how the Bills kind of had that change of pace type thing. And at least in the Denver game, I'm not sure if you saw the the one run that Cook had, but that was almost like a a Camara type run. That's who you remind uh, me a lot of, even very, more than his brother. Yeah, he's, that's who he's I see a, a lot very of. smooth running back, very silky. Like he's going to be making plays this season. I'm not sure if he's gonna be the the full time starter at running back. I still think uh, I still think Devin Singletary is very good, and I think Singletary probably has something to prove. But that being said, Singletary may not be the Bills' long term plan at running back, and that could no, be, I don't think so. that could be but... why they they brought in uh, a guy like James Cook. And either way, he's a, another piece you can add to your offense. Uh, to play as a wide receiver, play as a, a pass catcher. I'm just excited. Like, imagine, uh, you know, 12, 12 men personnel where you got OJ Howard, uh, Dawson Knox. Look, look, uh, OJ Howard then, looked great on Saturday, too. Yeah. I mean, he looked, he looked pretty good. I, I've heard some mixed things about, about him, but I mean, he had a couple nice blocks. He caught that touchdown. Yeah. But I mean, I'd say that's definitely get, his, downfield what, blocking what, is definitely where he's lacking. Like, that's where he's not. Well, I've heard his athleticism really. Ha- Wait, is athleticism? 
yeah, it hasn't been as impressive, but I mean, he's coming off of a uh, Achilles injury a, a couple of years ago. Correct. So, I yeah, think- but that, that's something that's going to be because as much as we love Knox and Knox is heavily improved at you know the downfield blocking, it's it is it's he does catch he gets his touchdowns, but you know when you're in the red zone, those you know third and you know third and goals at like the four, the five or the six, you know, that's where we've kind of lacked because we don't have that really big body presence like, you know, O.J. Howard who can just jump I out mean, of the I, gym too. I mean, I think, so I, I think Knox that's is that type is. guy, but if you have another guy and then if you exactly. have another you guy, another weapon to that, like Isaiah Hodgins, even more. who it could be a sneaky, well, maybe not anymore, but coming into camp, he could have been a sneaky pick to make the roster and – to I don't me, think he's, he it. I think he does. I think he's done everything yeah. he's needed to to make the roster just as far as putting in the work at camp. Oh, I'm sorry. H- Hodges, yes, Hodges will make it. I don't think Sweeney makes it. I'm sorry. You're, you're... Oh, Sweeney. Sweeney, Sweeney. I think, is like right on the bubble. Like, I think Sweeney's yeah. on the bubble, but you also look at, at that Denver game. They also had uh, Howard didn't play with the starters on the opening drive. <laughs> when Knox was out, they right. played Sweeney. Sweeney started yeah. with the one. That could be more. He's a veteran though. And, you know, just kind of, I mean, wanted, you know, Howard's going to make the team. Maybe they just wanted to see Sweeney. Yeah. play with the I mean, I think the... how I, I think Howard makes the team, but. Oh, Howard definitely makes the team. They wouldn't trade. They, no, 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 uh, no. they wouldn't. He wouldn't he have signed. Contract. With I mean, but here's the thing. I mean, yeah, from Howard's standpoint, but I mean, it's, it's the bills. They're obviously, they're going to be just going off of what's best for their roster. So, yes, I mean, from an O.J. Howard standpoint, you want to go to the Bills to play with Josh Allen. But, I mean, that doesn't mean the Bills have any loyalty to O.J. Howard. I mean, I think they probably know what they're getting in O.J. Howard. But, I mean, I've just heard, uh, and I haven't really been to any camp, so I can't speak on it, but just kind of the rumblings from what I've seen online is that he hasn't been super overly impressive and even john murphy i remember uh i don't i don't know if it was uh one bills live or if, if i think maybe he went on he went on sal capaccio's podcast but i remember murphy even uh saying that he wasn't overly impressed like he he expected more out of oj howard coming in you know this big athletic freak and he and even reports have said that quentin morris who is an undrafted uh tight end i think last year Who's only six foot two has almost been more impressive than yeah. Howard. I've so, been impressed with him a little bit. I've seen. So him I, I mean, I don't think that. it's crazy to think that OJ Howard doesn't make the team. I mean, I think like maybe four months ago, the OJ Howard signing was a lot more exciting than it probably is. Like, even if he makes a team, like the role he has is probably going to be a lot less than, than what we think it is because you just have to think like Knox is is that definite tight end one. There's no way you you give. You take away no, absolutely, no- yeah. Knox is, think- and then and then you have other receivers too. You have Cook. Uh, we talked about Beckham. I mean, I'm not sure how he fits in there right now, but I mean, at least you're thinking that Diggs is probably gonna get out of if Allen throws for let's say he throws for about what forty five hundred in the ballpark, forty eight hundred, yeah. Just say somewhere around there. I mean, you're thinking probably about twelve hundred at least or so at go least, to yeah. Diggs. Uh, I mean, maybe, I mean, you could say maybe half of his passing yards go between Diggs and, Diggs and, and Davis. Davis. Yeah. It, 
I mean, just to be safe. And then you just have to think he's another 2,400 passing yards. You know, you think Knox is probably in the range for maybe six to 800 is probably what I'm assuming. And probably, oh, probably he's, to me, Knox is more of a, a red, red zone threat. That's where Allen really likes him. I mean, I'm not saying Knox isn't a good tight end because he is, but I mean, he's not the uh, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey type who's going to get the no, 150 yards just because the Bills have other offensive weapons. They don't need you know, Dawson Knox, they don't need to run their offense through Dawson Knox, but I definitely yeah. think, I, I think that they got to keep here. Knox long-term, but I mean, but then you go, you go and just look at the, you know, the rest of it. So, I mean, we probably between, uh, I mean, Dawson Knox, Diggs and, and Davis, we probably got 15 to 1700 yards. You know, I, I guess you could probably say between Howard, the running backs and other receivers. I mean, I mean, the, don't don't sleep that, on that probably Shakir works, too. I think Shakir Shakir is I mean, going to go for at least seven hundred this year. Uh, I don't I don't think he's going to go. I think McKenzie. We're forgetting about McKenzie. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, if, if, especially if he's you know slot one, you know he's he's going to get his own. Yeah, so. and, yeah. I mean, just just go. I mean, all these guys were saying. I mean, it just it goes to show that this is you know especially I mean, our the one, This is the deepest team the Bills have ever been. Yeah, this is the deepest the Bills have been. And when you go back a couple of years ago in the playoffs, Josh Allen was throwing to Duke Williams and John Brown, and both those and players Robert. aren't even are, – yeah. er, and, and Beasley. None Rob, of those players are on Beasley. a single roster right. on the NFL right now. And we're going to welcome Dave back. I welcome. think he's having some connection issues. Everything good now? Yeah, can you hear me or no? Yeah, you sound good. Okay, cool. Um, sorry about that earlier. I had to turn my Wi-Fi on on my phone and I just broke up, but you're already there with, uh, uh you're talking, did you say already, right? Um, can, can I pick up on Cole Beasley? Going into the season, there was all the beef with Cole Beasley, uh, podcasting because I didn't, I towards that whole, that Beasley conversation without, I, I life going going on so it's like, like he is rated as one of the best slot receivers and knows his market and i think the rest of the league does too like a a i'm out there if you need me and i don't think he needs to be um and in the yak yards um but, but the dude had ribs i don't want to wipe my own ass on my fucking ribs are hurt from hockey um i do i did want to bring all that uh cole beasley in the mckenzie Eagle. and and i thought thought that Tavon awesome the phone ben earlier was really cool well, almost more hey if you ain't gonna do it well we need similar profile if you get hurt mckenzie but see if you do prepare if you do you know if you need to trust you um because it, it, i think that dave on austin was ever going to supplant anybody on the run. i don't Kinda know if you cutting in and out bro uh but yeah. anyways the to, to pick up just, on to address the, you uh, real quick though um on the beasley on i the, mean well, hold beasley. on ben. real real quick ben about going back to his team on austin point austin didn't we didn't see they didn't see a lot of him in camp i guess he had a pretty bad ankle injury and he was really limited and he never you know a lot of times he wasn't even with the third team 
And McDermott really wanted him to be part of the team and said that he wished that he had kind of settled into that role better, but he just, he never really had a chance. We never really got to see what he's able to do. So that's why he's not going to make the team. It was kind of like an undisclosed injury. Like not many people knew about it. I think it broke like, you know, two or three days ago, whenever he got cut. Well, thank you to Matt for that, uh, you know, very intelligent uh, and, you know, <laughs> insightful nugget. I actually didn't uh, actually hear that before about the Tavon Austin uh, foot injury. So uh, thanks for, uh, you know, enlightening me about about that news because I definitely didn't hear it. But, I mean, uh, e- either way, I still don't know how big of a role Tavon Austin really could have gotten on this team uh, because right now we're we're just looking and we're seeing like how does Jamison Crowder fit in this team and I think he does now but at least at one point we were having that conversation how does Jamison Crowder fit into this team so the fact that we're even having that conversation I just uh just think that really speaks to how deep this Bills team is so these conversations that we're having just are just based off of how much talent is at this wide receiver position and we got you know three four very very talented uh slot guy yeah and, and kind of with crowder too i mean you know he he hasn't played i think the last two he's had a lot of injuries his career i think the last two seasons he's only played 12 games the last time he played a full season i'm kind of looking at his stats right now um, 2019, 835 yards, six touchdowns, caught 80 passes. So he, and that's with Sam Darnold, you know, no offense to Sam Darnold. We know him well as, you know, Bills fans and seeing him twice a year. But I think having, Sam Darnold's not Josh Allen, you know, and, and even when he was in Washington, he was his quarterback, Kirk Cousins for a little bit. And um, after Cousins, you know, ha- Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace. So, uh, he, I mean, he had uh, Alex Smith too. Alex Smith too, but and I know yeah. he does kind of fit the Alex Smith role, but they're not. Or Josh no, Allen. did he? Did he have? Did he have Alex Smith? I think Alex Smith may have even been a little later. Uh, yeah, he would have Alex Smith for. Yeah, may- maybe he didn't even have Alex Smith. Uh, I, I guess twenty eighteen was only his game, and Alex. But Smith I think the Bills mostly want to try to just go younger at the position, anyways, because we kind of saw a trend. Like, there's a certain age where Bean is just kind of like, you know, this is too old for a wide receiver. Like John Brown, you know, mm-hmm. once he got up there in age, he Bean got rid of him. The same thing with with Beasley and. Diggs might be an exception just because of how good of a route runner he is. And, you know, just probably now how big he is to the Bills franchise. And he's under contract. So, like, it's not like they're going to probably ever going to, like, get rid of Diggs like that. Right. But, like, either way, that's a future conversation. But, like. And that's kind of at- going back to the Singletary thing, too. I, I think this is why it might be Singletary's exit is with James Cook. You know, not that Singletary is old by any means, but. He's been with the team, what, three, four years? And um, Cook is, uh, as a rookie. His, his fourth year on the team. Correct. Okay, so fourth year. So not that that's old, really. You know, we know running backs don't have the longest yeah, life. Yeah, but... they, they don't. But, I mean, it, just for the from the receiver standpoint, uh, you know, we look at last year, they didn't end up bringing back Emmanuel Sanders, and now they don't, they don't have Beasley anymore. So, I mean, right. I think being uh, generally, uh, you know, I think he likes his receivers younger and all right. 
Welcome back. Time the charm, hopefully. Let's knock on wood. Do you even see my? Okay. Yeah. No, it's over. You're like skipping. Yeah. It's like your internet. Yeah, love you. All I right. love you guys. Have a good show. Peace. <laughs> All right. We love you too. That's the OG. Right. Anyways, like the running back position. Uh, I mean, Singletary is going into his fourth year. Running backs. I get. Yeah, you're right. They really aren't too high value uh once they get up there so i mean if anything maybe they'll franchise singletary probably not i know people think they're probably gonna trade moss honestly moss is i honestly like moss even a little bit more than singletary because i think moss is more of a diverse running back and what he does like yeah. he can really hate you and like the run against Indy, I mean, Singletary actually had a couple nice runs against Denver too, but Moss had a really nice long run against Indy. I think it was like 27 yards, but he made a couple of really smooth cuts. And if he's able to cut like that and with his size and, and power, he can really be an effective change of pace back, especially like late in the game when it's, you know, late third, fourth quarter, defense – defenses are tired and you're trying to just run clock if you know you got a defense that's already gassed from trying to you know run with the bills for how many quarters and then you just get a guy like uh moss just coming in and running right through you i mean that could almost be like almost like a different dimension this bills offense could have i mean i think uh with a guy like that you you bring some different options that's what i like about the bills offense they got so many so much versatility I think maybe the biggest weakness is probably yards after catch, but I think guys like Cook, uh, even Shakir and, and McKenzie yeah. definitely can definitely uh, help run after the catch. Even Diggs is honestly slightly underrated yard after the catch receiver. He's not the fastest, but, I mean, he could put a move on you, and, oh, and yeah. he's decent in space. But, I mean, let's be honest. The Bills – offense it doesn't have to be based off of getting yardage and space just because of how good their quarterback is like their quarterback can literally Allen could fit the ball almost anywhere he wants and when you have so many different weapons like I'm I'm really excited uh this season like I think Dorsey uh, it, I, and I'm uh, not I think sure he suits who, Allen better than he did than Dable did I, honestly well well I'm trying to think if it was Barkley or uh, Keenum who said that, uh, but or or maybe it was Carson Palmer. But someone said that Dorsey like is like someone like they like an offensive mind like they've never been around, and like they described him as having like a beautiful mind or something like that. Yeah. So I overall, mean, I think you Dorsey's, want to say Dable Dable's the more Dorsey's offensive almost, genius. I don't know about that. I mean, Dorsey's almost been around the block more. Uh, he's had a lot of experience, been on a lot of different coaching staffs. I mean, honestly, I really never really liked Brian Dable, to be honest with you. Like all of his earlier career success was a beneficiary of being on a coaching staff with Bill Belichick. And obviously that rubs Nick off Saban, on you yeah. and Nick Saban, but like all of his early NFL or all of his early, yeah, early NFL offensive coordinator jobs have all ended like near the yeah. bottom of the league as far as like overall offense. And yeah, he hasn't had the most talent to work with 
And and well, you know, he's really you're really going to see in, his... in Buffalo. He was you know the Bills had an amazing offense. So I'm not going to sit here and say Brian Dable does not know how to coach an offense because I mean he was the offensive coordinator when the Bills offense like completely transformed. So I got to give credit where Correct. credit is due. But I I'm pretty sure that. Dorsey's gonna do a lot of different well, things. Well, we'll find out this year when he has Daniel I mean, Jones. Dable, you know, Dable was, for him you know was creative, but he almost sometimes he lacked, overthought. He definitely it, would like, overthink a lot of things. He overthought a lot of things, and like you always would get that scheduled like great opening drive, like really creative, you know, series, and you know he'll have he'll always have like some type of like trick play or like you know, Trump card to pull out of his sleeves. But after that, it's like, I feel like that's kind of, you know, after a certain point, you know, his mid-game adjustments, you know, it can only go so far yeah, how far, you I know, your that. game plan and scripted drives and, and special plays like that. You got to be able to adjust to, you know, how the game is going, game flow. And that's my biggest uh, beef with this Bills coaching staff overall. Like, I think... I really like Sean McDermott, really great guy overall. I'm not going to talk trash about coach, but I think he's a super right now, at least mid coach overall, as far as game management goes, uh, timeouts. I mean, we saw that the way that 13 second uh, situation ended last year. I mean, I really hate talking about it, but any great NFL coach, probably 90 out of a hundred would have been able to like Hall of Fame coaches would have been able to manage yeah. that game. I mean, you look at Manning, you know, you know, players who probably would have done the right thing. You know, you kick it deep uh, with 13 seconds left, force the Chiefs to at least, you know, if they fair catch it, they get the ball on the five yard line. Uh, and then they have to go 60 or so yards and however many like under 10 seconds, which obviously is impossible, but you, you give them the ball in the 25 with 13 seconds, like, you know what I mean? Or, you know, if they did a, a pooch kick, I mean, t- the way that game was executed, I really hope McDermott, you know, learned from his mistakes. I think uh, I've, I've seen a lot of growth as far as his uh, in-game decisions, like, Definitely. In, uh, he's definitely becoming like, a lot less. He's becoming you know, a lot more aggressive, which, which I like Correct. to see. Uh, like going for that fourth. The Tampa, the Tennessee, Tennessee game, I think, is a great, a great two, two, three years ago, he never would have done that. Exactly. So I mean, that's one thing I'd like to see. But I mean, we got it. Get better in late game situation, but I'm hoping sure. and, Von and, Miller helped. Uh, oh yeah, not not to go too deep and, in a tangent because we're gonna save this topic for a, another show, but. This is definitely the, the pressure is on for McDermott to, to deliver. Yeah. I'm not saying he gets fired, Uh-oh. you know, unless obviously go 0 and 17, but there. I mean, I would say he probably has. I mean, I think you probably got to look at. He probably has a window at least. Yeah, he's gotta, absolutely. If they if they don't if, the Super Bowl if, if they don't at least yeah make the AFC Championship or, or the Super Bowl, you know they're. I the, would say if he they is on the hot seat. How is the hot seat next year? I would say. Maybe not if in 2021, if they have a bad, bad year this year, like if they don't make the playoffs and like right, yeah. they're they just are bad. Like I could a hundred percent see like you know, Pagula and Kim just saying, Look, our roster's loaded. We got one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Like the caps not for nothing. We probably could have or at least 
gone no to one Super Bowl possibly if it wasn't for your coaching. So like, I think like if the Bills really bomb, like possibly, but I think like you probably got to think at least he's got a two years window to probably at least make a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'd say this this year or next year. Like I said, if if they don't this year or next year, he probably got to has to at least make it. So make it to so at least yeah, so at least he can show yeah, you know. We got past that next step, which is taking down Kansas City, you know, and and being the top of the AFC. And now the only thing is to get it done in the big game. So, no, I I think I I definitely think you, you know, you're on the right track. And me personally, like, I've never been like the biggest, uh, most staunchest Sean McDermott fan. Uh, I really love their ex Ryan hire and like. My thoughts about Rex Ryan here were kind of mixed. Like, I feel like he was almost just like a Band-Aid. Like, they had a good roster. Uh, they needed a that coach. Was a he he was experienced. Uh, and then, you know, and they just brought him in, didn't have his his right defense to run, didn't have all any of his personnel, and they didn't really give him a quarterback. And I think Rex actually – Hot take, Rex was a decent Bills coach. And if you look at it, he was the only – he got the shortest leash my out of any Bills coach in the drought, two years. How many Bills coaches got two years? Like, we've seen a lot of worse Bills coaches get more time than Rex. And he almost made the playoffs uh, his first year, and we were even talking about it. Like, they went 1-5 and five in the division and finished 7-9 and nine his last year if they win half those division games they make the playoffs like they really weren't that bad uh under rex it was just more like they it was basically more or less they needed to to make the plot the super bowl but i mean how hot of a of a take is it for me to say is mcdermott really that much better of a coach than rex ryan i mean maybe (laughs) as a discipline but i mean Rex Ryan also made two championships back to back with Rex Ryan as his quarterback. With Uh, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez, sorry, that's what I meant to say. But he (laughs) made two AFC championships with one of the worst starting quarterbacks in NFL history. Like, (laughs) Uh, what I will say to this. He never got a quarterback in Buffalo. We were running the wrong defense. If we had his system, like, he is one of the best defensive coordinators ever rex ryan you can't even laugh at that no no, i'm not laughing at at that that. i'm I'm just saying the the one review and i don't want to go too deep in if rex ryan you know was given you know the short one thing i will say though that's mcdermott had the same exact roster given the keys and they decided all right let's get let's you know what welly he's out let's bring in bean bean and rex go to work well, and there's two two things I want to you know address though. Is one McDermott's first year almost the exact same roster as he had, and I think we traded for Calvin Benjamin later in that year. But if you look which at was it, addition, we but, also had, we arguably had an easier schedule too. I mean, we had a much you want, tougher wanted, schedule before, and the division pick was, was better was better too. I mean, and also the one thing I will say though is 
the, the we problem were not a playoff Ryan, team that first year under. I don't. I agree. With we that. were not a playoff team. Like I agree. We, with that, that was. But... I firmly believe those Rex Ryan teams, maybe even the Doug Marone teams, were probably better than that. Team I would argue Doug Marone was in a better coach in Buffalo than Rex Ryan. Call uh, me crazy, and 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 jumping off this topic real quick. The the problem with Rex Ryan and his biggest thing was the problem. I I unrealistic expectations. When he's telling the crowd that we're going to the Super Bowl, you know the drought's over, and he's not delivering. Well, the problem is never got a quarterback. He was they correct. They literally got it. They you know didn't give him his defense to run. They had a four three personnel. And they're tr- and he's trying to run his defense. I mean, obviously, maybe he should have adjusted, but he's a three-four guy, heavy three-four guy. I mean, you can't just expect him to come in and just pl- coach a completely different style of defense with an aging Mario Williams and an aging Kyle Williams. I mean, come on. I mean, I get it. There. Well, like, you could say though that the year before, talent? year before with the same talent, you know, we had, you know. Some of some of the best, you know, we had what I think the number two defense two years in a row with the same talent, right? But so, I, mean, I mean, you could say well, he doesn't have the, with the number now, one. But- I know, but with the number one overall defense in what yards and scoring, we also got completely annihilated in the playoffs. Yeah, we were missing Trey White, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, yards, scoring, statistics—they only mean one. Like they only mean so much. You know what I mean? And like those defenses were really good, and like. Yeah, those Bills defenses with Rex weren't that good. But, I mean, the players were getting older. It wasn't a system. I mean, I remember how good Rex – like, I'm too young to, to remember the Ravens defenses. But I remember those Jets defenses with Rex Ryan. And those those were some good defenses. Like, you know, this was back when Belichick and Brady, you know, the Patriots were still in their prime. And this was – Rex was probably the only like actual legitimate like team to ever really give Brady and Belichick uh the run from their money from the division. I mean, they went into Foxborough and won a playoff game. They shut down Brady. Oh, they kicked Seth. I agree with that. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna start I talking mean, about Rex Ryan. <laughs> this was I, 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 honestly, I have no idea. Uh, hey, where the wreck, you know what it is. Um, it's, it's I mean, all this, you know, I have a this... lot of wreck, a lot of wrecks. I have a lot of love for uh, for Rex Ryan. You know what uh, it is, is we have probably so much think just... I'm drunk, uh, just so because much of sadness of you know, rooting for this team no, for no. 20 years. Yeah. We're so we're Rex Ryan, he still gives his love to the Bills. On NFL no, I agree, he is, he's got uh, a tattoo to him. Come on, and he's one of the guys who actually the only guys on NFL live to pick the bills beating the Patriots. So Rex knows ball. He's really funny. Uh, he had that awesome bill struck. I mean, I kind of just personally w- deep down, maybe just deep down. I just wish Rex would still be the bills head coach. I mean, I love, I love McDermott. McDermott, he just seems like, I don't know. Rex Ryan's a guy you totally want to, you know, have a beer with, hang out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like McDermott, he seems like, you know, he's a guy you don't want to be your girlfriend's dad. You know, it's like, have my girlfriend, you know, home by nine, you know, blah, 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 <laughs> this. You know what I mean? He seems like the scary dad that, Yeah. I mean, McDermott's chill, but 
he's kind of a little intimidating. Rex just seems so much more chill. I mean, I don't know. That's because that's also I feel like was the Bills' kryptonite. He was almost it, it, the players, you're right. So you're right about that. And, that and the it, team it, it really didn't. wasn't that disciplined, and a, a lot of stuff. I mean, you could really look at how the Bills' team were built, and now I think you kind of look at they're they have a lot. They have a lot yeah. more. Uh, a lot more uh, leadership overall. Oh, yeah, and that, that's where McDermott uh, is, is definitely teams, much those needed. Rex teams really had a ton of youth. I mean, you look at they, – they had a, those older guys like Shady uh, and then Mario, Kyle, and uh, some of the guys on the offensive line, but all basically all the off, the rest of the offensive weapons were like all young draft picks like Marquise Goodwin, Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods. It's the same with the defensive backs and, and most of the linebackers too. So, I mean, the Bills really – I feel like these older Bills teams, uh, at least before, I mean, they didn't really have that solid foundation. And, and I think that's kind of why Bean and McDermott have been able to uh, – build that foundation is is bringing in good guys for the locker room like Poyer and Hyde and mm -hmm. then you know building it through the draft free agency uh trades and one trade uh you know I really think Mc, uh, Bean is one of the best at trading in the league we've just seen that with how he was able to basically flip Cordy Glenn almost for Josh Allen. Cordy Glenn's yeah. not even in the league anymore. In the league anymore, right? <laughs> and I saw an article, uh, or I was just looking at articles on fifty-three men roster projections, and right after the Colts game, Cody Ford is projected to be cut. And right now, uh, the Bill, or not right now, but three days ago, or whenever it was the Bills got a fifth-round pick for him. So I mean, yeah. it's a fifth-round pick. It's not guaranteed to make the roster, but I mean, Matt Milano was a fifth-round pick. Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick. Uh, we, we, think of it. We got it. We got an I mean, asset. We got an asset from something that we were going to cut. I mean, that that's exactly. good business, no matter what. It, it's good business, and it definitely helps the cap too. Correct. So. I mean, overall, I just think it's a it's a win win. I mean, Cody Ford, he was a disappointment. Uh, we can yeah. say one thing didn't work out or whatever, but honestly, I just wish him luck. I'm not gonna no, say absolutely. he was he was trash. You know, didn't live up to the second round pick hype because he had multiple offensive line coaches. Yeah, and I mean, I I believe he had a couple injuries, but he's. Almost just been like a an up in up and down uh, type thing. So yeah, I mean the 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 biggest Cody Ford moment I remember, and, and you know, giving it, a, a it was that Houston game, that, that Houston Texans yeah, well, game. Okay, I mean, that, that wasn't. Really, I wasn't that, sure if it was number. That really wasn't a penalty. It's shown it was not been, illegal block. I'll, I'll go to my grave saying that it wasn't. I mean, I he still didn't have to even really make that need to make that block. Like he still could have avoided it. But either way, like that will always haunt. That'll be his, that his penalty yeah. because yeah. we thought that's when the Bills, uh, you know. Oh, geez. I, I don't even want to relive 20, this, man. We're, we're, we're really 20, too many dark almost memories. Almost 25 plus years since they won a playoff game. At least, you know, that that burns off our, yeah, our back. Yeah. I mean, but now 
you know, what's the next hump to get off the camel's back? It's it's making it to the Super Bowl, and it has to be the Super Bowl. How I mean, close the Bills have gotten, like even even in 2020, like I think in 2020, like the Bills were actually pretty close. Like you look at how good they were in the regular season, and even in the playoffs, like they were actually driving on the Chiefs almost every single drive. They were going, you know. Every single drive, and they started out that game. I think it was like nine nothing. They even had a chance to uh, go up even, even, even by more, I believe. Uh, and then like there was a turnover. A lot went wrong in that. Like I that. think Singletary but, but, had yeah. a bad drop on third down. And yep, yep. There's a, a lot, and then and, yeah, and then yeah. every time we got into the red zone or we got deep in, we would either settle for a field goal or turn it over on down. So I mean, even that game, I don't think the bills and the chiefs were that far apart. I just think the bills had a very, I mean, very poor executed game correct. from the top. And I remember watching that game at, at your house. And I remember like, honestly, I was almost more disappointed in that game than the year before, because like, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like they literally kicked the shit out of us. Like I thought <laughs> the bills like were a better team than that game. And I was like, are the Chiefs really that much better? And just, I remember after that game, being on Twitter, dealing with all the troll Chiefs <laughs> fans and just being like, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a long offseason. And like, yeah. And then last again, season's man. game was super disappointing. Like one of the worst feelings ever. But at least I can kind of hold my hat on. It's like the bills were there. Like, they were literally a coin flip away. It's like, yeah, right. it slipped away. But, like, that was one of the best games ever. And it's like Josh ever. Allen oh, put yeah. his name on the map that game. And everyone else, like, finally, like, saw what Finally is giving him the respect. Which is, which is too bad there. because, yeah, we, because I know we, we watch him week in and week out, you know, just – Every, I mean, he has his bad games every now and then. No one's remember, perfect, but it was that Patriots game was something else, though. I remember. But yeah, I mean, it, every game, game it just seems like that Josh Allen is the craziest game I've ever seen by an NFL. But, uh, quarterback and even after that, that people game. were like, "Oh yeah, Josh Allen, who?" Like, it, it took you know a, a, <laughs> a nationally televised I mean, playoff game to to get his reference. Oh, I can't wait, dude. I mean, cannot wait. I think it's just awesome that. Probably like one of my favorite players ever is on my favorite team. Like, I'm gonna be like completely honest. Like, there's not a quarterback who's ever been as exciting to watch as Allen to me. It's just like the way he plays the game, like completely fearless. Like he'll do anything to win. Like just the passion, uh, yeah. overall love for the game. Like it's very Brady-esque, but obviously he has something that Brady doesn't have, which is He's a lot more physically gifted, but he has like the mind of Peyton Manning too, it, with just like his ability to read a defense and just you know break break it down, move defenses with his eyes. Like so it, many great attributes, you know, he has as as a quarterback. It's just so a guy I want to watch. compare him to, and, and he's he's definitely better. Is, is Michael Vick? You know, just the the, the human highlight. Well, I was watching some of It's like well, no, no, no I'm, I'm not comparing him to Michael more Vick. Like, Big Ben, it would be. I'm like just saying, no, like, no, uh, but just, just the, the electrifying plays that he made that Mike Vick. I was watching some old highlights of his Atlanta days, and just insane. It's just so much fun to watch, and it's like we have a. a, a I would maybe say almost, faster, maybe almost like Brett Favre too. 
You ever watch yeah, well, uh, Brett Favre in in he Green has the, Bay? The he plays a lot, like almost like and, you know uh, a Favre style of play too. You know, backyard style quarterback. You know? Right, just but he can do it, it all. And that's that's down. what makes it so well, amazing. Yeah. So he's almost like Favre. Uh, if Favre, uh, Rogers, Michael Vick, Peyton yeah, Manning, they, and had, a baby, they all yeah. had a baby. It's Josh Allen. <laughs> Yeah, he was built. I'm convinced he was built in a lab. Like Josh Allen is not human and like flesh and bone. Like he was, a, he is a cyborg, and he's on I mean, our team. I'm just excited just because of how deep this Bills team is. I mean, you just look at every drive. The defense too is just like, yeah, we're just even so much more ahead than the these other teams second and third teams and and like we said before and like I previously mentioned about uh uh I believe it was Mike Garofolo and Mariucci who were you know in, at halftime just talking about how so impressed they were with the Bills depth it's like this is a very very deep roster like there's really not any like overall holes on this team so yeah I mean, I, I, I'm I, and excited and you know we're not going to see any any starters uh week three but I mean I guess just continue to look for the the battles on the low end of the roster yeah no I agree with that and that, that's kind of going back to what we were saying you know even guys like Tavon Austin and um Duke uh Duke um Duke Johnson who two, three years ago would have been, you know, surefires in this team aren't going to make it, which, you know, it's too bad for them. But just, it, like I said, it just goes to show how deep this team is and you know, and, and how prepared know, we are to make the run. Right. And, you know, like I mentioned uh, with not, not just Duke Johnson, but even OJ, it's like the fact that we're having yeah. these conversations, same with Jamison Crowder. It's like, yeah, they might make the team, but like, how many years ago it wouldn't even been a discussion if a veteran like OJ Howard or Jamison Crowder's you know, right, made the yeah. team. They would, they would be, you know, slotted in as a starter. And right now, you know, they're battling uh, almost like lower end draft picks on the Bills roster. I mean, you look at Tommy Sweeney, he was like a fifth or, or I think it was actually a sixth or seventh round draft pick. And Howard's a former first round draft pick. Uh, you know, battling him. I mean, Jamison Crowder. I don't. I think he was undrafted actually too. But I mean, he he's a former almost All Pro, or was he a backup All Pro in the slot? I think he was a second team All Pro, wasn't he? One year. Was that Crowder? I think. I think so. Maybe. Maybe not. Remember. But he he's definitely been consistently. I mean, you know, putting I mean, up seven hundred yards a week or year. He's a consistent, proven slot receiver who right now is battling for a spot with an undrafted receiver, McKenzie, and a fourth-round pick in Shakir. And if that doesn't say, you know, this team is is very deep, Correct. I yes. mean, I don't know what, what else will. I mean, we got – we just got a bunch of talented players. I mean, I think this defense, like the defensive line, I know you didn't get to watch much on Saturday, but, I mean, Shaq and Phillips rotating in as our – fifth defensive end and you know third or fourth defensive tackle and these are high energy guys that bring a lot to the locker room uh they bring a lot of energy to the fans to the stadium that's one thing i really loved was uh the boys just hyping up the crowd after they made uh, a big play so i mean that's that's great and it really seems like both lawson and phillips really really want to be here so uh i mean it i think this the defense has a ton of potential, especially when you look at that defensive line and the overall depth they have on it.
Anything else on the on the defense, Matt? All right, so uh, that's about all the time we have for today. Uh, we did go, you know, go on a little bit. I don't know how we ended up going on about uh, if Rex Ryan would have been able to make the Super Bowl had he, you know, stayed the Bills head coach and they didn't can him uh, for Sean McDermott. But, you know, these shows always get a little bit uh, interesting. Uh, we go off, off script here and there. It's, you know, kind of the fun of it but either way bill's final preseason game uh coming up on friday against the panthers again no starters expected to play uh you can catch us on pretty much uh every social at num bills fan once again i am ben and uh i guess matt's back for the recap all right guys any last words just cannot wait for the season we're gonna Two, two weeks from today, you know, we're, we're going to be on a uh, jet, you know, to L.A. Definitely for the game. You know, follow me and Matt on at least. Yeah, like, follow Instagram, us. If any Twitter, Bill fans out there. We're going to be um, pretty much documenting, like, the whole trip. I'm going to everything. Be, like, I'm definitely going to be, like, tweeting, probably posting yeah, about so. it a lot. I mean, I've already uh, in this Bill's uh, community, I mean, on Twitter, I've already uh, – you know, I'll post it. Who's going to the game? I think I got a couple of responses. So yeah, I've got a few. if you're there, fans, if you're there, yeah, up. let us know. Yeah, hit us um, up. We'd love we'll to have you come on the podcast. We'll, you know, yeah, we'll at least interview you know, for real quick. Yeah, we'll probably at least give you a shout out or whatever. But at least you know, hang out with us or whatever at the game. But once again, uh, this is Ben. That's Matt. Thanks for listening. Uh, and have a good night. Thanks, guys. Talk to you.